you are now entering the She Shed, a space designed and cultivated for women by women, a platform for women to allow themselves to be vulnerable and expressive in the presence of others like themselves, where they can be unapologetically free, a place of healing and inspiring one another as we shed the layers that scale us back daily designed for all women of color to participate in their journey of life together. This audio series is for all of us who wake up and choose peace, who walk by faith, and who are looking to transition and pivot within their soft life. Grab a cup of your favorite morning beverage, bring your notepad and settle in, sis. Let's create the life that you deserve to live. I'm your host, LC, and welcome to the She Shed Podcast. Hey girl, hey, welcome back to another episode of the She Shed podcast. I am your host, LC, and thank you for tuning in for another weekend of my shenanigans, girl. If you are new here, thank you for stopping by. Welcome to the family, and I hope you stay a while. And if you're returning, you know the vibes. (laughs) So, I know I've been away. I'm just trying to get my paper straight. Don't pay me no mind. (laughs) Happy Easter. So I want to start off today's episode by saying happy Easter. Now, when I was a kid, I knew what Easter meant for me growing up as a girl in Brooklyn. But what is everybody doing these days for Easter? Life is so different now. And as an adult, there isn't much to do when it comes to Easter besides go to church or even like make dinner for your family. If you have children, maybe take them out somewhere, even like an Easter egg hunt. But what are people doing these days for Easter? When I was growing up, we would go to um, Coney Island or we would go to the car show in Manhattan and things like that. So anyway, let me know in the comments below what everyone's doing for Easter this year for the Picty Dem. Um, So we can go ahead and get started and kick off this episode. So I'm welcoming a new era, you know? So I want to start off, or I want to name this episode, Women Evolved. And I think that's, of course, inspired by Sarah Jakes Roberts. Now, I've been off the grid for the last 40 days. If you're Catholic, for my Catholics, you know what time it was. Lent. So for 40 days, I sacrificed and gave up things that may have hindered growth in my life temporarily and things that um, consumed a lot of my time, not in a negative way, but what we do for Lent is give up things that consume our time so we can focus on more positive things and God-related things in replace, well, in replacement of the things that we're sacrificing. So for the last 40 days, I was away from social media or at least away from the social media apps that hinder my day. So those two apps were Facebook and Twitter. So I logged out of those accounts back on February 21st 
and I haven't looked back since. I've also gave up red meat and wine because those two things have also had a huge impact on my life. And again, not in a negative way, but those are things that were in my day-to-day life that I wanted to give up in order to make room for fasting and praying, practicing solitude, and just mindfulness during the 40 days. So that's exactly what I did. Now, I want to say that me stepping away for that amount of time was such a beautiful time for me. I feel like it was much needed. Now, the last time that I did practice Lent was maybe about 2015, 2016. I was a little I was a little younger and I gave up a few things. But then once Lent was over, I went right back to the things that I gave up and nothing changed. And then at that point, I think I kind of just gave up because I felt like I wasn't disciplined enough. So this time around, I've spent time doing more things that make me happy than doing things that make me sulk. I did a lot of reading. I got a Kindle as an anniversary gift last year. And if the Kindle could grow legs and run away, I promise you it would. I am on that thing like people are on cell phones, okay? I'm going to attach my notion in the episode description because I want to share my brain food slash book list with you guys. So I'm going to update it and link it below so you guys can just get an idea of all the books that I have read in this time period. So freaking many. So I've been reading a lot. I have also been making a lot of floral arrangements. And your girl is enrolled in floral design school because guess what? Sis is going to be a florist. Okay? Let's clap. (laughs) But I'll talk more on that in another episode. But yeah, so those are just some of the things that I've been doing while I've been away from social media. And at this stage in life, I can honestly say that I don't regret anything up until this point. Or I don't feel like I missed out on anything. I feel like I've lived. Honey, I live a very, 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 very exciting lifestyle. My career, my friendships that I have cultivated, my partner, everything that I do in life, um, all of these things were all intentional choices. And I love this for me. And I speak a lot about being intentional because... Intentionality is such a critical part of life. When you're intentional about your choices in life, you can gracefully mind your business, live your best life, and never feel compelled to compete or to try to keep up with anyone or anything in life because the path you chose has been thoughtfully chosen. You get what I'm saying? I didn't settle down because everyone around me was doing it. 
I wouldn't become a mother because I felt like that was the right thing to do at this stage in life. I don't buy the things I buy or live the lifestyle that I live to impress others. I live my life for my own happiness. All of this is very personal, sweetheart. So what I want everyone to grasp in this lifetime is that life looks different for all of us. There is so much peace to be found when you come to terms with this. And on that note, I want to talk about what I've been doing. I've been going to the gym a lot. I've been very consistent. I've been taking all my supplements and I have been seeing a lot of progress. Progress that I'm very, very, very happy with. And I'm just so happy to finally have that push and the time to actually dedicate to going to the gym. I play, I play tennis on the weekends as well on Sundays. Not every Sunday, but maybe every other Sunday or whenever I can drop in. So that's also been keeping me very grounded in, in shape. And this morning, I had my very first yoga class. And it was amazing. So we have Pilates girl, yoga girl, gym girl, tennis girl, big gal. <laughs> I just been, I feel like I just been doing the damn thing. Like I've been doing the damn thing. And I'm just so proud of myself. These past 40 days have been amazing. And I catch myself a lot throughout my days simply in awe of how life has come full circle for me. And I asked my friends the other day, like, hey, do you just get a random, like, inkling where you just want to remind God how grateful and thankful you are for the life that you live. So yesterday I was making my, um, L-glutamine drink. I was mixing it in with some orange juice. Now, usually I would just use a spoon, but TikTok has inspired me to buy a handheld frother. Now, I already have a frother. It's attached to my Keurig, but the drink, the amount was so small, it just made no sense to pour it into that frother. So I brought a handheld frother, and instead of me using a spoon, I used a frother to mix the powder into the drink. And I was thinking to myself, like, oh, this is so cool, so cute, aesthetically pleasing, and then it dawned on me, like, although that frother only cost me about $6.99 at Marshall's. Some people don't have the luxury of purchasing a $6.99 frother. So at that point, I just felt grateful. Even when I'm commuting to work and I'm on maybe the bus or the train, I see people walk by and not pay. Hey, to each their own. And I never judge anyone. Because who really does want to pay two seventy five to get on the dirty train 
or the raggedy bus. But I know that there are some people who can indeed afford to pay, but they just don't care to. So they hop, they go through the gate. But then there are some people who probably would pay if they could, but just cannot afford to. So even there, I catch myself and I just say to myself, man, God, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. And I've been talking to God a lot more during this season of Lent, but more so in a conversational tone. It has not been in a praying form because I realized that a lot of times when I was praying, I was only praying because of some, I was in need. So it was always something to the extent of, dear God, please bless me with X, Y, and Z. I'm really looking forward to this promotion. Help me, blah, blah, blah. It was never just a check-in. So even if I'm in the shower or I'm on the train, I'll just close my eyes and just talk. Hey God, I'm just checking in with you today. Thank you so much for all that you do. I am so grateful. Please continue to hold my hands and walk me through this journey in life. Keep me on the right track, things like that. So more in a conversational tone and it feels so good. So I was asking my friends again, like, do you guys talk to God a lot or do you just beg? And we all came to the realization that most of the time we're literally just praying to beg, but they have also began to incorporate a lot of conversations with him. And I feel like that has done me wonders. I've actually started to incorporate it in part of, as a part of self-care because self-care looks different for everyone. So, self-care, it has always been an important part of my identity, like always. And if you read my blogs, then you know I talk a lot about self-care. I romanticize every part of my life, and I know this sounds so cliche, and I know I sound like a broken record, but when I tell you that this is me, this is really me. So self-care, like I said, has always been a huge part of my identity. Starting and ending your day with acts of self-care will better your mental health. And we all know I'm big on mental health and I can go on and on and on about that, okay? I'm such a, how can I put it? I'm not gonna, I don't even know how to term, like, what to, like, call myself. But it's, I'm so extra, I drink seltzer water out of a wine glass. And my boyfriend tells me all the time, oh my God, LaShawn, please, you're so dramatic. Why are you drinking water out of a wine glass? And I'm just like, why not? I would drink orange juice out of a wine glass. I would drink wine out of a wine glass. I would drink milk out of a wine glass. It doesn't matter to me because it's me. And that's what I like to do. I like to... I feel cute at all times because I romanticize every aspect of my life. I even put my protein smoothies in wine glasses at times. Especially during Lent, I drunk a lot out of wine glasses because I simply could not have wine. So for myself, self-care can be something as simple as pouring seltzer water into a wine glass and drinking out of it. Curling up on the couch with my Kindle, indulging in a really good book maybe creating more beautiful floral arrangements, going to tennis, picking out 
a new serum for my skincare. It can be so many things, but I want it to be whatever it looks like for you. Now, I feel like something big is coming, you know? You ever get that feeling like, man, something's gonna happen, but you just don't know what it is? I feel like something big is coming. Something new, something refreshing, something rewarding, something very well deserved. And I've been busting my ass these last few months. And this is, I'm talking outside of Lent. I've been busting my ass, so I know that my moment is coming. I don't know exactly what it is, like I said, but I know something big is coming. And if you're feeling like something big is coming, sis, then something is on its way to you. And I feel like God wanted me to tell you that, girl. He did. So, I want you to prepare yourself for that. Whatever that is, I want you to prepare yourself for that. Okay? And speaking of that, I want to give you guys a heads up. I'm sure you know, but if you don't know, now you know. We are officially in Q2. When you're hearing this, which is today, this is Sunday, April 9th. So we are nine days into Q2. And that's just a reminder that time sits still for absolutely no one. Life is moving. Life is moving at a rapid pace. You have to lock in and fulfill your life's true desires. Now, back in 2022, I believe, me and one of my best friends, we started to um, link up at the top of the year to create our um, Q2 goal, Q1 goals or our quarterly goals. We'll say that. So we'll start, so we would typically start maybe the first week of January and we'll discuss what we wanted our Q1 goals to be. So that's the first three months of the year. So from January to March 31st. And then, so that's about 90 days. We wouldn't go too hard with the goals because we have 90 days. So we want to be really realistic when we are um, coming up with these goals. And then we'll meet back up maybe the last week of that quarter and we'll go over our list and discuss what we did accomplish and what we didn't. And if we wanted what we didn't accomplish to roll over into the following quarter and then on that same call we'll start to discuss q2 goals so we did that um a few weeks ago no i'm lying i'm sorry we did that a few days ago i'm telling you my days are so busy that everything feels like days and weeks and freaking months so on april 1st uh we spoke and we came up with the goals that we wanted to do for q2 and i am happy to announce that minus one goal that was at the top of my Q1 list, I have accomplished everything on my goals list. 
So now we are headed into Q2. I'll share some of my goals with you guys because I'm an open book and there's nothing to gatekeep here, you know? So I want to change specialties at work. So that's at the top of my list to land a role in the specialty of my choice and not a department that I feel like I'm settling for because I cannot get into the department of my choice. I also want to increase the amount of times I'm exercising. So at this moment, I do go to the gym three days a week and I also ride my Peloton from time to time throughout the week. So I want to exercise at least four times a week. So exercising for me does not only have to be the gym, it can be going for a walk at the park, it can be riding a Peloton, it can be a Pilates session, a yoga session, a gym session, a tennis session, whatever it is. But I want to move my body a lot more. So I'm gonna increase my working out to at least an additional day. I want to finish, finish my floral design program. At the moment, I do have a hybrid schedule, so I work like online for some of the class, for most of the coursework, and then there are times where I will have to go into the school for my projects, and that's usually at the end of each um, term. So it is a work at your own pace, but since I do work full time and I am in the process of starting a business, I may not have the time to complete everything in the next 90 days, but wishful thinking. I'm going to do my best. I do want to be more consistent with my podcast and my blog content. I say this probably every single um, episode that I need to lock in and make sure that I'm recording weekly to speak with you guys, etc., etc., and I'm always slacking. My blog content, I will say that I feel like I'm more consistent on blogging because it's easier to put my um, thoughts into words or put them on paper as it easier than me recording an episode. My episodes, they're pretty always, they're always choppy. I do speak pretty fast, so at times I can I can get tongue tied. I am very nervous, so I can also like stutter or kind of like fall off topic because I'm just blabbering because I'm just trying my best to get as much words or thoughts out so I can just like end the episode. So I feel like the more consistent I become, the more comfortable I'll become. I also want to pay off another credit card And that goes hand in hand with finances. My next goal is to create a budget and actually stick to it. Now I'm supposed to be creating a budget since, I don't know, 2017. And if my friend Mary is listening, she's just gonna be like, whatever. Like, do not listen to LaShawn, guys, because she's a liar. And I've been trying, well, she's been trying to get me to create a budget for almost 10 years. <laughs> and I'm nowhere near there yet. I don't know. I just, I feel so restricted when I have to stick to a budget. I really spend money like I'm a drug dealer, and that's my problem. And every time I get a salary increase, I catch myself increasing my lifestyle. And I'm going, I'm living life backwards. So I'm definitely working on it. You know, we're not perfect, but we're working on it, okay? 
And I also want to up the amount that I'm contributing to my um, Amex high yield savings account. They're giving away free money over there and I'm missing out on it because I'm not putting the amount of money away that I probably really want to or should because if I can get a free couple of hundred dollars a month, why would I not, you know? So that's another thing that I'm going to work on once I create my budget and see what it is that I can contribute additionally, then I'll go for it. So I'll definitely keep you guys updated along throughout Q2 to let you know how much of the goals that I have begun to check off before we get to Q3. So Q3 starts in July, July 1st. So yeah, we'll see. And next up, I do want to talk about the benefits of disconnecting. Now, you do not have to disconnect for Lent or any other reason outside of simply wanting to disconnect from social media temporarily. And you can do it for however long it is that your heart desires. The benefits of disconnecting for me has been just the overall peace of mind. Not having to focus or like worry about what others are doing or in most cases not doing because you know people don't be on shit girl. So me being able to wake up and not grab my phone first thing in the morning to see what happened while I was asleep, what did I miss, who's in jail, did anybody die last night, like me not having to worry about that and just waking up to just peace, the sun is shining, the birds are chirping, it was very therapeutic for me, very on brand for me because if you know me then you know I just live a peaceful life. I'm a very to myself person. I am very outgoing and just like funny and happy and jokey jokey if you know me but outside of that I do just adore being at peace and having quietness. Another benefit of disconnecting is just keeping negativity away. So it's like regardless if we care to admit it or not social media can be very pessimistic and if you're like me and if you absorb other people's energy whether it's in person or even through a phone screen then you know exactly what I mean when I say keeping the negativity away from you it's been a pleasure okay also, another benefit of disconnecting is just productivity, getting shit done. Like procrastination has become a thing of the past to me. I don't know how long it's gonna last and I'm definitely gonna push to keep it this way, but I've been very productive. I've got so much reading done, I've got so much work done, and I've just been doing, catching up on a lot of things that I have neglected because in my, my fried ass brain, I kind of gave off the narrative like I just didn't have the time. But people make time for what they want to make time for. So it's like, girl, if you have time to go shopping or to the gym or to play tennis, you have time to get this stuff done. It's crunch time. So I've been very, very, very productive. And another benefit is just the ability to practice self-control. 
So with me resurfacing, I know that this time around, I do um, aspire to do things a lot differently. And like I said earlier on in this episode, usually I would like take time away for Lent and I will resurface and I'll be back to the same thing that I was doing prior to completing the season of Lent. So I'm definitely gonna do things totally different this time around because I just, I know better and I have that self-control and I know that if I want to make it in life where I need to go, I need to keep these habits, these good habits and also add to them and not take away from them. So as I navigate my way back into the world following my hiatus, I did and I do have so many things to get off my chest in advance. So before I get on this new path and welcome this new era, I really do want to be my unapologetic self for a minute. So I want to say a few things. So one, God did a thing saving my millionaire status until I had some sense. I'm telling you. I'm really a liberance, extra ass hoe, okay? So the world is spared because I can't be as extra as I want to be just yet. But I'm telling you, if I could, I would. And you guys would be freaking sick of me. Trust me. So that's one. Next, a big piece of what holds you back from creating and living your ideal life, it has nothing to do with what's going on externally. It's just you choosing to remain attached to the past. Reliving old stories, romanticizing the old you, it all hinders you from forging a new path. Let that shit go. Let it go. Cut the ties, bridge the gap, tie up loose ends and move on and process. Process it all and progress. I don't know what it is. You know, a lot of people, they hold on to the, I used to be that nigga in high school. I used to be that bitch in high school. Let it go. Let it go, Elsa. Stop going back and forth with an ex. Stop dipping and dabbling. Stop sleeping with that person. Stop conversing with that person. Let it go. If Taniqua stole your boyfriend in the sixth grade and you still mad at her, let it go. Just let it go. Whatever it is, let it go. Thank you. So, my last part of this rant is to not project your insecurities, your work ethic, your lackluster mindset, or your lack of faith onto anyone's plans. Just because you 
wouldn't or didn't succeed. We are not the same. We have absolutely nothing to do with that. And keep your self-sabotage to yourself. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Now, this is a beautiful time for me. This new era in my life is worth every single thing that I gave up. Woo! Mm. Somebody needed to hear that. I know I've been quiet for a while, but I do appreciate those who have extended grace and patience my way during this time. I've honestly adored my time off social media and it was very much needed to just exist and make sure that my real life felt just as fulfilling and healthy and slow again as it needed to be. I am so thankful and grateful for my new mindset. I'm thankful for therapy. I'm thankful for my changed diet, for how often I've moved and challenged my body this time around, for the quiet, for my safe travels, for the very hard obstacles that I did endure, for the family, the friends, for my loving partner, for financial stability, for the nature, because we know I love to touch some grass, and for everything else that I have repaired during these last 40 days, I really, really needed it. So I want to close off this episode by giving a cheers to more deep love this month, more intentional connections, more heart-to-heart conversations, more moments of smiles and laughter. And I want to remind you all that you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. Always remain intentional, always remain loyal to yourself, and always remain true to your goals. Be inspired and always, always, always be an inspiration. I love you guys and we will chat soon. Welcome back to the She Shed Podcast. That's it for this week's episode, my loves. If you are enjoying the She Shed podcast, let me know by leaving a rating or a lovely message in the space available on the platform of your choice. If you're looking to find out more information on the She Shed and what it's all about, follow us on Instagram at underscore the She Shed underscore or check out more information on our blog at www.lc.com. I'll also list all handles and links in the description box. I cannot wait for you all to join me for next week's episode. But until then, love and light, sis.